Welcome to the Ready Eddy Podcast, where we tell the story of startups in the outdoor sport industry through the voice of their founders. What is going on, Red Yeti Podcast listeners? Josh Salvo here, your host. On today's episode, I am sitting down with two of the co-founders of Able CBD, Krista uh, Tridy and Bill Eckler. Uh, I know Bill's in the car right now, so he's going to be on mute until he gets into the office. Um, but Krista, thanks so much for taking the time to uh, come on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Josh. We're really excited to speak with you today. Definitely. All right. So for the listener that may not be familiar. Uh, with Able CBD, how would you best describe your business to them? Yeah, so that's uh, that's a great question. I think you know, for us, um, we are uh, very much a differentiator in this industry that's growing at at rocket speed pace. Um, you know, we're a vertically integrated uh, CBD and hemp organization. And what that really means is that we've been involved from legislation to farming, to product innovation, to industry education, to economic development, um, pushing into environmental health and then social responsibility. So, um, you know, we're harvest uh, to health, essentially, and all across the board as that relates to not only individuals, but also our planet. That's so interesting. So how how did you get involved with something like this? Right. So uh, what's what's also interesting about that genesis is that um, as co-founders, uh, we had been independently looking at CBD as a wellness option for close friends and family members that had really exhausted um, other means to managing pain and other issues that they had been having medically. And Quite frankly, you know, hemp and CBD had been presented to us, but we'd kind of pushed it off. Uh, I think lack of education, um, a lack of knowledge of the space, a lack of trusted resources and brands. And um, eventually we did sort of succumb because there were so many people talking about the great wellness effects that they had had from um, using CBD and integrating that into their wellness regime. And so uh, we became sort of the middle people, if you will, for some of these folks that were looking to try CBD. And we found a relatively reliable source. And um, what was really interesting is that the folks that had been dealing with a lot of pain, inflammation, um, anxiety, and sleep issues uh, had really fantastic results. And so as we dug a little bit deeper, um, and I think with everything, we used a lens of business and execution, uh, we realized that there weren't a lot of trusted resources. And for us to extend hemp and CBD to family members who are having these issues, we wanted to make sure that we had a trusted source to be able to do that. And so um, we all came together and decided that this was a great opportunity to start that from scratch. And so with relationships across all those different matrices of the industry that I mentioned, Uh, We got involved immediately in legislation and realized that we needed to create the entire supply chain to ensure that we were offering trusted, sustainable products um, that were reliable to consumers all across the board. So that's a bit of the background. So when you say the whole supply chain, what what exactly, like for the listener that may not like fully understand what that means, um, what does that mean? 
Yeah, I think it's it's really similar to thinking about um, you know produce that you ingest as an example. Um, you know, every bit of produce starts with a seed and um, extends to a farmer who manages and nurtures that seed into a crop, and then extends that product um, again through that supply chain to um, partners that can sell that product and and extend that product to consumers. And so for us, this meant, first of all, in many cases, um, you know, looking at seed and and Bill has really um, uh, become our expert in that seed space. Um, you know, our company is grounded in Wyoming and Nebraska. And so we have not only relationships in that space, but also a lot of experience in that arena as well. And so we knew that we needed to start with seed that was specific to the USA specific to certain growing um, conditions. Uh, we needed to partner with agronomists who are experts on soil and seed development and strains of, of seed. Um, the U.S. currently relies on a lot of seed importation from places like China and Europe, and there aren't um, a lot of regulations around that. And so we really wanted to own that part of the business as much as we could. And so we started with seed. We then extend into farming relationships uh, and making sure that we're partnering with farmers who are really passionate about the space, willing to learn about a new crop, um, you know, a newer crop uh, to many of those farming relationships and the nuances of how to grow um, hemp so that it aligns with, you know, the end result. Um, and then also, you know, product innovation and all the steps that come with that product innovation. So, you know, in the raw good material, there's extraction and manufacturing that needs to take place. And so every step of that process, um, we have an, uh, an ownership position. We have a, an, a very vested um, relationship from, again, seed to farming to manufacturing extraction. And then um, in phase one of our business, that will then equate to uh, the wellness industry and zero THC CBD products that are in that wellness space. Um, and then our phase two uh, will be around products that really become replacements for things um, like wood and uh, plastics and become real drivers for the future of our planet. Um, and just ensuring that we have biodegradable products and uh, hemp is, is key to doing just that, that can replace our reliance and our position in the plastic arena at this stage. That's so interesting. Now, uh, how long has Abel been around at this point? You know, the, the conversation started uh, well over two years ago. And, um, and so we're, you know, we're eyeball deep at this stage across all those different uh, uh, matrices that I mentioned of the business. Um, this, that's, you've come quite a long way in just two years, kind of. Right. <laughs> when right. you think about it, yeah. right? Well, you know, it's an industry that uh, is obviously emerging at a very fast pace. And, um, you know, the, the path has been very clear for us because legislation was our first big hurdle. And what we did was partner with key uh, decision makers in, um, you know, our first two states where we can really make an impact in farming and manufacturing, which are Wyoming and Nebraska. And so proudly, Abel was um, a key partner in passing legislation in those two states this spring 
Uh, we started those conversations and that effort, you know, uh, late last year, um, especially once the farm bill was passed. And um, we're, you know, super proud that these two states uh, have really um, harnessed the opportunity and see the potential. And so, um, you know, the path has been clear because that was the first big step. But I think what's really powerful about this industry is that, you know, there are a lot of people that are really doing business in this arena from a position of integrity and a position of um, being environmental stewards and the position of creating products that they would create and, and share with their own families and having relationships and partnerships in place with people they trust and that they know. And so it's been um, really rewarding to be able to get to a place that we are today where we do have you know, legislation behind us. Um, we have farming relationships that run very deep. Um, we have just um, finalized a relationship with one of the most highly respected agricultural schools in the country, which is the University of Nebraska. And there um, uh, we have partners that are key experts in agronomy and seed. And so we'll be working together with them to leverage their expertise. So, you know, every step of this vertical supply chain is linked and it's similar to a food chain. So um, it's been very clear as to what next steps are for us. And partnerships have led to other partnerships, um, really with that red thread around, again, trust, integrity. Um, doing the right thing, having an environmental uh, position and trying to push that forward. Definitely. Now, currently you guys make a, a few different products, um, you know, and starting with like the CBD oil and then there's, you have a few sleep aids. Um, was it difficult really sort of um, developing these products and then sort of starting to be able to main to, um, um, grow your supply chain to be able to support the business as it grew? No, not, you know, not really. And that's because, um, you know, there are testimonials and, um, and, and a lot of individuals if you know, that you can find research about, um, that have had great success with CBD integrated into their wellness for about four different areas. Um, you know, one is sleep, one is in inflammation, um, one is in, you know, pain management, and the other is in anxiety. And, um, and you know, certainly there's a fifth category, which is in, you know, the, the sort of seizure um, sort of arena. And we focused on the first four. And uh, the, the other thing that was really clear to us, um, we have a compound pharmacist who is on our team who has been researching and studying and um, really uh, engaged in the hemp industry and the CBD space for over a decade now. And it's clear that those are the four key areas that um, are, are highly benefited by the use of CBD. Um, it's also very clear that uh, oils are one of the best efficacy uh, deliverables for taking CBD because when you absorb the oil uh, in your mouth, um, they there is re research to show that 90 to 95% um, is absorbed into your body versus if you were to take something that you ingest through uh, your digestive system, your stomach, your liver, 
um, you lose uh, much of that absorption and you're lucky to retain 30 plus percent of, of that final absorption. So we knew we needed to be in the oil space. Um, and we, uh, and, and, you know, so we've got a handful of different um, uh, oils that we do share in, in our industry. They're called tinctures. Um, we also have a sleep aid. And, um, and this was a critical area for us as well, because we've got a lot of partnerships with um, a handful of NC2A college coaches around the country, as well as strength coaches and a handful of professional athletes. And what they tell us repeatedly is that when they train at highest uh, levels of intensity, that the biggest solution for recovery for them is sleep. And, um, and in many cases, they can't get quality sleep. And so we knew that that was another area where we have um, you know, so many people who have issues um, across the board, very extreme or, you know, semi-slight and even the semi-slight issues, um, you know, can have a huge impact on just uh, everyday living and, and quality of life. And so sleep was another key area for us and having a sublingual sleep tablet um, was critical to be able to have in our collection and, and part of our assortment. Um, we also have a, a gel cap and what we suggest is, you know, it's great for travel. A lot of people take those and actually just pierce them um, and take them under the tongue while they're traveling just because they're easy to toss into a bag, et cetera. So that's really for a, um, a quick, uh, you know, tr high travel intensity type of user. And then the, the final piece that we have, which um, we've just had great response to, are our topical cream. And so um, a lot of people, you know, just really integrate uh, their tincture, their oil every day as part of, you know, taking a vitamin and, and, and including that in their wellness um, daily sort of effort. And then secondarily, if they're experiencing some type of pain, whether it's um, chronic or it's sort of exercised induced, um, the topical creams can be used quite aggressively topically to just really address that pain from an external perspective. And so uh, a lot of people really like to have those just in a bag or on the go as well. And so you can kind of get, you can kind of um, include that as, you know, sort of a secondary one-two punch to managing pain inflammation, et cetera. That's so fascinating. And I know um, from personal experience of using the sleep aid, it, it works really, really well. Um, as someone who has a hard time kind of like shutting down at the end of the day, it's a good sort of assist <laughs> in just kind of helping you kind of relax and just fall asleep. And I know you guys are working on a, a sleep strip um, and you sent us some samples of that and that also works really well. And I guess what I want to ask is how is the new product different um, than the one that you guys already currently offer? Right. Yeah. So let's chat about that because we're really excited about being able to create um, an entirely new modality. Um, a way of taking CBD that doesn't currently exist in the marketplace today. And so for most people, they've tried, um, you know, one of those breath strips that you put in your mouth and it dissolves and, um, and you know, immediately you have clean breath. Um, what this uh, delivery system is, is very similar. So it's a, uh, a strip that dissolves uh, under your tongue. And as I mentioned before, that's really the best and most effective absorption area for CBD. Um, it is a triphasic sleep strip. 
And so what that means in everyday speak is that, you know, your body kind of goes through three phases of sleep. It's falling asleep comfortably and easily. It's staying asleep and then and sleeping soundly. And then it's waking up feeling refreshed. And so um, the combination of things that we have along with uh, CBD in these sleep strips helps nurture those three phases of the sleep cycle. And um, again, we've been testing those for, gosh, where are we? We're almost into September now. So about six months now. And we're really excited to have those ready to go and, and have those for not only just athletes and, you know, our circle of, of testers that has been quite extensive across the country, um, but to be able to extend that out into uh, for everybody. Um, the way that it differs is that it's probably just a little bit different um, way of nurturing sleep. And so by combining um, terpenes and 5-HTP along with um, a tiny bit of melatonin and of course CBD, it all works together in this perfect blend of guiding those three phases. So the CBD helps to fall asleep and relax. Um, there are studies that have shown that the pineal gland in your brain, which produces melatonin, um, can start to calcify with age. And so for people that wake up at really odd hours and then are just stuck and can't go back to sleep, um, in many cases, it's that they're just not producing enough naturally um, of their own melatonin. So there's a tiny bit of melatonin in our sleep strip to be able to guide through that next phase of sleep. And then the combination of terpene and 5-HTP then help uh, wake refreshed. And so um, we we feel so strongly and so excited about what we've been able to accomplish. Again, in tandem with our compound pharmacist, um, you know, our research and studies with uh, athletes, we've produced this product um, in a pharmaceutical lab, and um, and we're just really excited to be able to bring a lot of good information and knowledge around how to take CBD for the best efficacy and the best results. And this is, you know, one step in a direction of many things to come um, in that same arena. What would you say has been one of the hardest parts about starting and, and building ABLE CBD? Uh, wow, great. I think, you know, there are there are a handful of things. You know, one, there is still a mystique out there about what is CBD? Is CBD marijuana? Will I get high? Is it legal? Is it illegal? Um, you know, we have not done a great job as a society um, in educating uh, about this product. I mean, it is from a from a wellness perspective, it is absolutely incredible. Um, from an environmental perspective. Um, it's also equally, you know, quite incredible in helping to clean the air and remediate the soil um, to replace, you know, trees and de and deforestation reliance that we're currently in. Um, you know, it just has so many great benefits to uh, the human race. And so I think lack of, of education, um, you know, when we come face to face with people and talk about the wellness perspective or the environmental perspective, you know, people are so comfortable and it's just a matter of getting sort of that quick immersion um, with people they know that they can trust. Um, and so I think that's, you know, that's the biggest hurdle that that we've had. Um, I also think that, 
you know, this is an industry that has two really unique sides of the business. And, you know, there is a medicinal um, piece of this business and, um, and it's very different than the, the business that, you know, that we're in. And so I think, again, part of the education and part of the knowledge um, uh, sharing is in ensuring that people understand, you know, the zero THC side of the business. Um, what we create is is non-psychoactive. It will not get you high. Um, the products that we have all align with, you know, the passing of the farm bill and, um, and, and 0.3 or less THC, which is essentially, you know, zero THC in these products. And our products have been started from a seed perspective uh, to be able to get to a place that, um, you know, again, results in the right type of, of wellness product. So, um, uh, you know, there's this is a, a growing industry and it's growing very quickly. And, and I think education is probably the, the biggest key to the castle of um, ensuring that people understand uh, this industry. For sure. Biggest challenges has been to vet, um, you know, all of the people who are acting in this space that yeah. really don't have any business being in this space. And there's there's so many, you know, dishonest, not credible people that are really taking a, a great risk at giving the whole industry a bad name. And you know, with with having a seat on the U.S. Hemp Technical Committee, um, we know that there are a lot of people taking advantage of the fact that there are not regulations set forth yet. And right now that's one of the biggest issues with the industry is, you know, everybody who can buy a brown one ounce bottle and put something in it in their garage, all of a sudden is now an expert in CBD. Right. And I guess just to clarify or ask a, a, an additional question based off of that, um, is it more so that just the quality of the ingredients, um, aren't up to par or like what, what are kind of like the, uh, the main things that these people are missing when it comes to creating the product? Yeah. So some of the main points are, you know, when you, when you have a product, um, that is, has CBD and typically would have isolate, there are so many different grades and quality of isolates out there that, you know, you have to have legitimate testing labs giving you data on what you're putting in your bottles and many of the people that i mean I, i've heard reports that we've been given on the, on the board up to 80 percent of the industry has product that's come in from overseas that's not legal that's been cut with u.s pot product to keep costs down um you know the the amount of cbd that they claim to have in a tincture bottle or in a capsule is simply not true. Uh, the carriers that they're using, they they may say that it's MCT oil or something else, and it's not. Uh, we know of, of a couple cases with some of the larger players where they couldn't keep up with demand, so they ordered some product from China. It came in, it was tainted with uh, paint thinner, and they just cut it and utilized it anyway. And you know they can get away with that right now because there's nobody really watching. But if it, the real danger is this is not a drug, it's a supplement, it's a nutritional supplement. And if the FDA decides that it needs to be treated as a drug because people are not being responsible, then that's going to hurt the whole industry and ultimately the consumers with, with high cost product. 
That's really interesting. And I also just want to mention for the listeners that Bill's been on the call, but he's stuck in traffic. <laughs> so he's been uh, muted. Um, but I know he wanted to make sure he added that point um, into, into the episode. Where do you see, and, and I know you mentioned this a little bit in the beginning of the, the interview, um, but where do you see Abel going in the next year, five years, 10 years down the road? Really good question. You know, we um, all come from a background of social good business and also um, just really eco-friendly, eco-minded companies. And, um, you know, our our founding team have backgrounds in um, finance, in operations, in manufacturing, in product and brand marketing and creation. And so we've really pulled all of that together to ensure that the things that we're most passionate about um, really are integrated into our company. And, and so there will be a big um, environmentally friendly um, phase two of our company that gets into um, you know, products that really can help replace the reliance that we have um, on this daunting plastic issue. And again, to help replace um, you know, reliance on, on uh, trees and paper. And, and so that's uh, very important for us for phase two. Um, and you know, the other piece of, of this comes back to relationships that we have. Um, you know, we've, we have some really important partners that are in the environmental um, uh, nonprofit space, and they know that this is an important area for them to uh, play a role and to to have a um, a bit of responsibility, you know, in. And so we're working closely with a handful of organizations to make sure that we're threading together, um, you know, just this really important environmental steward role and partnering with in organizations that can help us to do that in the right way. Um, you know, we're experts in quite a few things, but there are certain things that, you know, we've just really needed expertise in to help build the company and the business. And that's one where proudly um, we have some incredible partners. And I think with that will come some really powerful education. Um, again, there's some, some very large scale media partnerships that we have in place that are focused on social good awareness and social good media creation. Um, and they're thrilled about, uh, you know, our endeavors in this space, you know, things like taking opportunity zone funds and, um, and helping build um, environmentally friendly hemp related, um, uh, you know, resources in those areas. Uh, it's a bit akin to rebuilding Detroit, quite frankly, um, from a farming and a manufacturing perspective around the country. And um, and being able to do that so that economically, we're relying on our own country for our own raw materials and our own product creation and reducing that reliance on, as I mentioned earlier in the call, you know, the China um, relationships, the European relationships, the Canadian relationships. Um, we really want to help push this forward on behalf of our own country in the right way with um, a, a huge element of integrity and doing business, you know, in, in the manner that it should be um, in the hemp and, and CBD sector. That sounds awesome. And um, I think all of the things that you guys have done, even up to this point in the last two years, is pretty incredible with ABLE. And for anyone listening, um, I would definitely recommend checking out some of their products. The sleep aids, I know, are, are 
awesome if you do <laughs> have trouble falling asleep, which I feel like in today's age with all technology and blue light and things that are like that, it's just sort of a, a normal <laughs> occurrence. Um, is there anything else that you uh, think you wanted to mention before we uh, end the episode? Um, you know, I don't think so. I, I'm just really excited as, as Krista and the rest of our team to have these partnerships that we'll be able to announce, um, you know, in the very near future. And, and I think creating that credibility within the industry and providing education that's based with facts and science um, that that's what will differentiate us uh, moving forward and and those companies that are doing things the right way. So uh, very excited to have this opportunity and hopefully uh, have it again and have some more things to share with you. I'm really excited to see all the things uh, that you guys do in the future. Yeah, well, we really appreciate your support and, um, you know, thrilled to have made connection with you. We love the work that you do and we look forward to staying in close touch. So thank you so much for having us and um, we'll, we'll be right here following you too. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then we would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Ready Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.